So have you guys ever gone on a road trip? The two things that you always get are complaints and snacks. Today we're going to talk about the longest road trip in history in Exodus. So thank you for coming and welcome to the Truth Response. Welcome to the Truth Response. So, Nick, what are we talking about today? The Bible. <laughs> yeah. And culture. Because we talk, always talk about Bible and cultural references. What obscure bi- biblical cultural references can we make on this fine day? All of them. All. Okay. And, <laughs> and we're back. So, <laughs> when... Just like quickly looking over what we were ta- we talked about what Exodus we... fifteen yeah. through seventeen, like so this like just looking at it briefly, overviewing it, it seems like a really weird card. Like it seems like a car trip you would go on. So first it starts off. Everybody's excited and singing. We're singing. <laughs> we're singing. That lasts the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. and, and then, then they're like, "Oh, we're, we're thirsty." <laughs> Ninety-nine bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-nine bottles of beer. Oh, wait, I'm thirsty now. <laughs> like, I'm thirsty. I gotta go to the bathroom. And then they're like, "Can you oh, sing no. that song?" Because it says, "I'm beer. not allowed to drink beer." You got any else to drink? <laughs> then they're like, "Oh, wait. Now that we've got you know some drink, we're hungry now, and we're gonna complain about that." So you know, like tr- if you've ever traveled with a small child, um, mm. you know, five minutes in, I got to pee. I gotta. I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. I know nothing. Um, and like then this. they get thirsty again at the end, like, yeah. and complain about being thirsty. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is just and a, you know. We're done with this podcast. A typical car ride. Yeah. <laughs> road road Tri- trip. Yeah. <laughs> etiquette. Yeah. Etiquette. Proper road trip etiquette. Yep. So, I mean, we're not going on a road trip next week, but we're we're going out of town nonetheless. Let's talk about our favorite road trips. So, yeah, you are you are going on a road trip from where you Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> to the Grand Canyon. We're going to drive from Albuquerque to the Grand Canyon, which is, you know, it's like 6 hours or something like that. Albuquerque is so much fun to say. It is a fun word to say. I've been finding myself saying that frequently, obviously, <laughs> because that's where I'm going. Make sure and get your left turn signal. Cuz I'm only going to be turning left. Yeah. Well, apparently on the way back, you'll be turning right. <laughs> Why? Bugs Bunny. Oh, Albuquerque. I knew I yeah. should have taken the left turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's your yeah, favorite What's too. your favorite road trip <laughs> snack? Mm. Uh, Peanut M&Ms and pretzels. Ooh. Saltine crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird. <laughs> Saltine crackers are my favorite snack in general. So. This week. That, this, that explains a lot. Not this week. That's a real Pretty much every kind of candy I can get my hands on. Like, I'm just like a... I like to munch as I drive. So, like, You're peanut munch. butter M&M's. Can I like Hades. Yeah. I like... I mean, I, I gotta have some Reese's in there. Okay. I mean... I don't know. I just like having... Like, Reese's Pieces. They gotta be, like, stuff that's not gonna just melt in my hand, too. So... Because I'm usually the one driving. Mm. My wife does not drive. I don't know unless, what he's talking about. Yeah. Unless I'm not around to drive for her. So. Yeah. I drove a lot this <laughs> past week. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. 
<laughs> we do that same thing too, where I have a, a control issue, I think, <laughs> which is why I drive all the time. But then we'll get like 15 minutes from where we're going, and Casey will say, do Hey, you, do you want me to drive? Me drive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel and that. Like, <laughs> I feel that. No, I don't. I don't no. ask if I. Yeah, want not particularly. Yeah, I'll pull off on the side of the road right now. Yeah. And switch with you. Yeah. See, every once in a while, she will drive, and I'll remember why I drive. <laughs> I drive like a uh, like a grandpa. He does. <laughs> True story. Uh, a Florida grandpa, right? So, like, I drive a little bit faster than the speed limit, but I'm very conservative. So, um, with my with my driving. And he puts on the blinker Lizzie, five miles Lizzie before. Lizzie drives like a teenage boy. Let's see how close we can get to this truck in front of us, going eighty miles an hour, oh because and I then change off. lanes no. when there's cars coming. No. Like. <laughs> Except not when she's following me. No. It's more fun to when play catch-up. She was driving like, <laughs> was driving like a grandmother <laughs> behind me yesterday. No. <clears throat> when I follow people, I play the catch-up game. <laughs> no mustard, just ketchup. Yeah, just ketchup. <laughs> she relishes in it. <laughs> no. See? See? I only tell jokes that I find funny. It's just a thing. <laughs> like, so. there's no reason to tell any other jokes. What about so you? What's your road trip snack? Road um, trip snack. Oh gosh. Like orange soda would be a drink that I oh, always get. Yeah. Like I don't orange know why good. on just on just on like trips, like some kind of orange soda or orange like soda orange Mountain Dew or something like that. Like something like, orange. Something yeah. orange. But so I don't drink it like normal. Orange reminds me of the and, road. Um, <laughs> and to eat eat like I used to be like Sour Patch Kids all the way, but now like I'm burnt out on Sour Patch Kids. Like yeah, because my mom bought you like ten gallons of them. Like she <laughs> like, got, I got like a box, box. like a two, also, by two box of like. On this last sour, road sour trip, we stopped at a gas station. and I got a huge bag of Sour Patch Kids, and I opened it, and they tasted really weird. And I was like, maybe it's just the first one. And then by the twentieth one, I was still like. Yeah, still tastes different. really weird. I think yeah. I'm allergic to Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Every time I eat like 30 Sour Patch Kids, I throw up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, um, sunflower seeds has oh, also that, been something. I've never been a sunflower I could, seeds I could get down with that. And except that's for like the only time I have those pistachios. things is like, is on trips. Also not a pistachio Pistachios guy. because it's too much work. Well, that, that is exactly why. It keeps you awake. The work is what causes me to stay Do you awake. put the shell in your mouth, too? I, a lot of times... Well, with sunflower seeds, I put the shell in my mouth, yeah. and I pull the seed out, or whatever. Yeah, you spit it. But it depends on the pistachios. Sometimes I can crack them in my mouth, but that's a lot harder to do. Yeah. But still, just the, the, the act of, like, Breaking it Gives open. Gives you something to do. Yep. Hmm. Odd. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're all that a bunch of weirdos. Of strange. Yeah. Yeah. But I understand. It's I either mean, that or something like that's sour, or super, super, super sour, or super sweet. Nick, so what's... I drank way too much liquid, whatever you know, whatever soda or whatever. I just drank a lot, and then I try to hold it so that <laughs> keeps me awake. You know what I mean? So like that's 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 the game that's that my you're technique of, That's kind of, of, I of feel staying like awake. Because if I constantly am on the edge of having to pee, like I stay awake. I feel like. For your own health. I mean, out, outside of like the gobs of candy you're eating in the midst of well, that I haven't too, done like, a lot of road trips since college. I mean, I we went on our honeymoon and that was like a 12 hour road trip. Yeah. But 
other than that, like, we really haven't done any road And we sang Disney trips. songs all the way. We did. God bless. <laughs> hmm. So, cool. Back to the road trip. <laughs> the road trip. The road trip of the Israelites. Ja people. Ja people. Ja people. You know, exodus. Movement of Ja people. So, what a road trip it is. And every, yeah, you're right. Everybody starts off singing and happy because God did cool stuff. And like they just had witnessed this incredible thing where they walked through the sea on dry ground. And then God used that as an ultimate weapon of defeat and destroyed their enemies. And mm-hmm. now they're like partying in the desert because God's got a place for them to go. And they're singing, and then all of a sudden their singing turns into... Complaining. I'm parched. I need a beverage. And I can't find one. And now I found one, and it's not good. And they find the this uh, in this well, place and, called Mara, right? But Which like, means we're making bitter. fun of them for this, but at the same time, it was three days that they traveled without water. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're on the kind verge of, of dying. Right? In, the desert, in the desert. In the desert, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Not, it's not exactly cold, like, unless the, and, it's nighttime. Night it <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I've driven across, country, across the United States in an RV, and, like, when driving through, like, Arizona and stuff like that, like, it is very, like, even inside, it can be very, like, oh, like, you get dry and parched and stuff, so I can't imagine just walking for, you know, outside in that for three days, yeah. like... I mean, you'd imagine they had something that they were dealing with. Like, they probably had some source of water. Otherwise, they would all die. Because that would not be smart to travel if you're traveling without They were drinking their own sweat. Right. Right. Mm, Salty. (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, they make it to this place called Mara and Elam. And in Mara, they find water, and they're like, salvation! And they take the first drink. And it's bitter water. Mm. And I don't really know exactly what that means. But it's bitter. Maybe so it like tastes dark like... <laughs> it tastes like cardboard or something like cardboard, that. Cardboard, yeah. Yeah. The other, the other thing that's kind of interesting is up to this point, you know, they haven't really... Like, they've got this relationship with God that's really kind of in its infancy stage. Mm-hmm. They've watched God as a judge. And they've watched him as, as a destroyer. And they've watched him, you know, really bring harm. And they've, I mean, they've experienced his blessing. But they mm-hmm. haven't really seen his hand firsthand do something like what they're looking for in this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, they've just become, they've just been self-reliant the whole time. Yeah. So, hey, we've got this water here. But who are the Israelites crying out to? Who are they holding accountable for this whole debacle that they're going through? The whole trip, Moses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you are the one that led us here. Uh, we just wanted to stay in Egypt. We just wanted to remain slaves this whole time. And you're the one that brought us to the desert. And now we're going to die because we're thirsty, which we've all had that conversation with our ch- children. Moses, why did you save us from slavery? <sighs> yeah. Why did you save us from slavery just so we could die here in the desert? Come on, man. Dad, why are you dragging us on this trip? Yeah. I didn't I even, don't want to go. I didn't even want to go in the first place. I just wanted to <laughs> s- stay home and... Play on my computer. Play on my computer. <laughs> Watch Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. 
But God's like, no, I've got something way cool that I want to show you. Kind of makes me think, so <clears throat> the girls were probably five and six, and we went on just a short trip. We lived in Pennsylvania. We drove to Baltimore. We drove to Inner Harbor, and they have really one of the world's best aquariums there. And they, I feel like thinking about it, they didn't allow you to take a stroller in. Mm. So Morgan's like five, okay? So she's like, I mean, she can walk, obviously, but it's big, and it's a lot of walking that we have to do. And we get about probably near halfway through the aquarium, and Morgan just says, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) And she walks over to one of the displays, and it has like a little step that you can look in, and she just lays on it. (laughs) That sounds like serenity. I I I was like, come on, let's go. She's like, nope. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not walking anymore. Yeah. I'm done here. And I was like, do you want to eat something? Like, are you hungry? She's, yep, I'm hungry. Okay, we well, got to walk to get something to eat? Nope, I'm not <laughs> leaving right here. So that required me then to carry said five-year-old <laughs> to the food court. Seems like we're in a bit of a predicament, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's funny, because that's kind of like what God does to the Israelites in the midst of this, too. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, we're done. We're done here, okay? And God's like, okay, I've got this all planned out. Like, it's never going to do harm for you in the first place, but if you would just just bear with me in the midst of all this, I would show you how awesome I am. But the the next part is funny then, because Moses calls out to, to God and is like, what do I do? And God's like, throw a stick in that water. And then all of a sudden it goes from bitter to sweet. Like, that's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lesson in there, right? So something's bitter. Throw a stick at it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's bitter. Throw a stick at them. <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might make you feel better you know, for a minute. <laughs> the, the whole thought of, of what, you're t- what we're talking about is like, it makes me think about what we talked about last week, mm-hmm. um, and part of the reason why maybe we don't see miracles as much mm-hmm. is because for thousands of years, God was like, here's this, here's this, here I am, here I am, here mm-hmm. I am, and really people were like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go follow this, we'll go follow that, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like, even after seeing all this, this stuff. doesn't work, mm-hmm. this is proof now, mm-hmm. this is proof to you that this is not what it takes for you to to accept and believe me. Mm-hmm. They're at a place where, and we are here too, where we want to see God in the miracles, but we don't. But we refuse to see God in the mundane. Mm. Yeah, we refuse to see mm. God as providing the foundational elements of what we what we really need in life. So what do we need? We need food, water, shelter. They're, they're the three primary basic needs. And then, I mean, beyond that, you could, you'd say humanity is relational. Right, I was going to say community is a big one. Right, community would probably be number four on that list. Like, once yeah. you've satisfied your fundamental needs, the next need that you have is is really community. And in a lot of ways, sometimes you can't satisfy your foundational needs without the community. Right. Well, you you can you can look over history. There's not a whole lot of people. There are a few, but there's not a lot of people that have been able just to survive by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're 
they go crazy. You know, they don't. They're not able to to keep their mentalness about them. I mean, there are some people that yeah. are able to do it, but when you you when you remove that community aspect that was built into us, mm-hmm. it it makes us go kind of crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You just I just heard you say Tom Hanks Cove, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think about Castaway. Even there, what did he do? He, he sought created, out community he so much, it. so much so, <laughs> yeah, that he created this community out of a and volleyball then, again in the terminal. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The terminal's pretty much like another castaway. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it huh. sounded like such a dumb concept. I didn't watch it. So That movie we is just, one of my favorites. It's really good. made us watch it on vacation. Yeah. I actually really liked it a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's I, really I refuse good to watch it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Not a huge fan of Tom it's, Hanks. It's pretty well, funny. Yeah. yeah. And but it's Russian Tom Hanks, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Krakosian Tom Hanks. Okay. So Is that even a real country? I don't know. I like how like after like this they cut the water's fit to drink and then God's like okay we're gonna get set down some rules. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like here's the rules for the rest of the road trip. You know, if you listen and it's a this is uh, fifteen twenty six. He said if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes, if you pay attention to His commands and keep all His decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Yeah, it's good. Don't make me pull over <laughs> and swatch your butt. Yeah, like, yeah. Not, much. I'm not. It didn't go to the whole. I'm going to turn this car around because that's what they wanted. But like <laughs> he, he was like, "Don't make me pull this car over and swatch well, you." And then yeah. in 25, at the end of it, it, says the Lord issued a ruling and instructed them and put them to the test. Like, yeah. okay, well, <laughs> are you going to push it? Okay, yeah. here's the here's the rules. Like, <laughs> let's go. I'm See how slap well that you goes. with my sandal. <laughs> Make me pull the woody wagon over. <laughs> like, yeah. I had a friend who actually, like, their parents pulled over and made their sibling, like, when a sibling fought broke out and made them stand on the side of the road until they apologized to each other, <laughs> like, on the middle of a high, busy highway. Like, yeah. people stopped. Nope, my kids are just fighting. Keep going. Yeah. Like, I was like, how often did that happen? She said, once. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone learned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, so he lays down some ground rules, some road trip rules of, and and look at what the really the foundational pieces of those plagues were, the diseases that they're that he, these they're referring back to those the ten plagues. So, think about it. It was it was turning the 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 Nile into blood right so that was good water into bad water and now we just watch god take bad water and turn it into good water it was eliminating livestock and crops and the sun removing that giving darkness and you know the death of the firstborn like it was all of these things that should have been very foundational to they are foundational elements of community and of of being a people group who's loved and well cared for and it was showing them in in the midst of that god was doing battle against the egyptian gods and showing that they've got no authority but he's got all authority and and so it it really wraps around saying those things won't happen to you because you can't you shouldn't worship these things and as long as you don't worship these things then those things won't happen to you. So there's some some really great rationale, and it's the whole, hey, 
you know, hold fast to, to me. I'm your provider. I'm your sustainer. I'm your redeemer. I'm your deliverer and all of these kind of things. And you feel like there's maybe some agreement there. And then the cool part of that is he takes them to Elam, which is this, this savanna, right? This, uh, not a savanna. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oasis. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, you know, 90s band, Oasis, right? They were... Am I wonder why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and so there's this very lush, very green, very rich land that they're hanging out in for a little while to get refreshed, to get recharged. And God does that to us too, right? He takes mm-hmm. us to that place of rest and refreshment and recharging when we lean on him. But that's not the end of the journey. You're not there yet. Mm-hmm. You just were at the rest area. You hit Wawa. You hit Bucky's, right? Now Which, it's time to get back in the car. Right. Get rolling again. Right. And here and you know the rules. Yep. And then what happens? They keep they disobeying. Have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> As it's time to get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what have you been doing this whole time? Like no, no. It's, not, it's, like it's like I just you, pulled back onto the interstate, and now it's, it's now it's I've got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You had that moment? Well, we, we were all waiting in this restaurant area because we all got there, and then once everyone had got there, we looked around, and Gabe was in the restroom. We were like, dang it, Gabe. Okay, so we'll wait for Gabe. We waited for Gabe. Gabe came back. He's like, "All right, let's roll." And I was like, "Wait a second. Looked around. Oscar's gone. Oscar's gone. <laughs> and then, and, and then, then Range was gone <laughs> when Oscar came back. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, use the restroom at the same time." It's a man rule, right? We can't go in couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. So, since we're on a slight rabbit trail, yeah. Let's keep um, I I had not thought about this. Together, you were talking about the plague just a second ago. Yeah. And I thought about the the about. water into blood, right? Yeah. Because we are talking, we can talk about water too. Yeah. But Jesus' first miracle recorded was water into wine, mm-hmm. and then he uses wine as a reference for blood. I never thought about that before. Like, mm-hmm. so like, I don't know. It, it's kind of a neat little, you wow. know what I mean? what a great tie-in. Yeah, because... Really, God's first act of creation, I mean, he, he says, let there be light, but the first thing he does is separate the waters. Mm-hmm. And then the first plague he brings upon the Egyptians is water. turning water the blood. water into blood. Right. And then the final act of deliverance against the Egyptians is parting the sea. Yeah. The and Red then Sea. The Red Sea. <laughs> I'm just saying, the oh my Red gosh. Sea. Although that can be translated reed sea sure. as well. Okay. So um, so you've got that. And then the first act of, the first act of, I don't know what you want to call this, the first act of After salvation. After I don't know. It, the, yeah. He's saving them. Yeah. And yeah. as they're in the wilderness is bitter water into sweet water. And you could, we could probably keep chasing that through the Old Testament, too. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, you're right. Like, what's Jesus's breakthrough miracle is... His, water to wine. Is water to wine. I'm the living water. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's, that's such a... That, there's such a big theme there 
a thread. God all likes water. <laughs> yeah. God likes yeah, water. That's and why you so does all it. of our worship leaders. Yeah. Today, they all like water references. Yeah. Oceans. All songs talk about waters. water. All of them. All of the songs. Wells. <laughs> yeah. All of them? Most of them. Most o- of them? Almost every single worship song says water somewhere in it. Or something or about water. a reference of some sort of pers- precipitation. Yeah. Or Rain. Ocean. Ocean. Sea. River. Well. River. Mm. Well. Take me down to the river. Take me down to the ocean. Walk upon the water. <laughs> Kick Rise me in the well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so back to... Sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's but good, that man. Really, really great. Thought. I never really put them all together, but like when you were talking about the plagues, I don't know, just the water you turned into wine came yeah. into my head, and I was like, oh, man. Like, and then later, like when he's at, at the Last Supper, you know, and he's like, this cup of wine mm-hmm. is my is my blood. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. that's so good. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think through like, where are some other post-Jesus water references <laughs> that are there? I mean, in Revelation, you have you have the stream of life that comes mm-hmm. from the throne that that waters the land. Water is pretty cool. So, yeah, that's good though. But the, all that transition and going from from bitter to sweet from from even good to better. So, and it, it even calls back to the moment with the woman at the well when mm-hmm. when he says, I'll, I'll give you something to drink. I'll give you living water. Yeah, yeah. I will give you water and you will never thirst again. And it's dealing with, I mean, really, really thirst and water and our consumption of that, that is the the first thing that we need, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Because we, we can't go more than three days without water. We yeah. can go up to 40-ish without food, right? We can even live, and we can live beyond that without without shelter. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have something to drink, mm-hmm. we are D-E-D, dead. Yeah. Okay, so their fundamental, the fundamental aspect of what they need to survive has been addressed. Mm-hmm which is water, right. okay? God delivered, God created, God took what was bitter and made it better. He took what was salty and made it sweet. I don't know. There's my yeah. my uh, alliteration Yeah. There you go. as a preacher. So, okay, so now what? So, like... Everybody's happy now, I'm, right? No. We're back on the road. Back in the saddle well, again. We're now, hungry. Now that I'm, now that I'm like, <laughs> yeah. looking at this more, so, like... I think of, like, when we had trips growing up and, like, my dad, like, he would always have, like, a plan in his head of the way he thought things were going to go. Mm-hmm. And so I see, like, God as that as that person in the, and, like, Moses is kind of, like, the the mom, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> the right, one guys, that's stealing. back in the car. Yeah, yeah. like, the yeah. one that's, like, trying to, like, get everybody and, like, the one that gets complained to because if you mess with dad on the road trip, oh, like, yeah. you're dead. <laughs> like, yeah. Nothing good can come of that. Yeah. Um, and if you mess with his plan, like, <laughs> yeah. and so here, here they are again, grumbling, except for they bring Aaron into this as well. <laughs> yeah. Not just Moses. 
so. Well, and and this is the first time Aaron gets dragged into it, right? I mean, yeah. Mount Sinai hasn't happened yet, right? No. Yeah, that hasn't yeah, happened so, yet. Yep. I mean. So they don't know how, uh, you know, actually long waters. this is, this Whoa. road trip. <laughs> yeah. I see what you did there. Hey, that was good. Thanks. Well, this Thanks. is before they they find out that the road trip's going to be a lot longer than it should have been. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when I was a kid. And well, we, that was the second. That was that was later. When, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the, they don't they don't realize the, the that this is going to be their life for 40 years now. <laughs> like, yeah. When we, when we would go on road trips, we'd go to the beach every year, and you know it was always the. You know, when are we going to be there? Like, are we there yet? Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, I've got to go to the bathroom. Like, and you l- legit do. And I would always hear, okay, fi- we'll stop in five more minutes. Five more minutes. <laughs> five more minutes. <laughs> five more minutes. Until 45 more minutes go by. Like, and, and I know my my stepmom was always very, like, she was that planner. Mm-hmm. Like, you, we will leave here at 6 57 a.m., which means we will be at the beach by 10, you know, 49 a.m., which means we will be able to be on the shore by 11, 14, and, like, everything was planned. And when we, when we stop, we will stop at this rest area at this mile marker, and then we'll stop at this travel center at this mile marker, and so you've got to figure it out in between there. Like, there's... So the There's five no more minutes is just getting you to that next mile Exactly, marker. exactly. Yeah, I, I remember that, man. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Like, And I know there were more than one occasions. And it was five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes, five more minutes. Like, we cross into New Jersey, and there was uh, a rest area that she always wanted to go to that we would always stop at that was probably another 40-odd minutes to the, to the shore, to the beach where we were going to. And I mean, and that was 40 minutes from where we were. So it was like she was just pushing to get to that place. It was like, oh, there's a gas station. Oh, there's a McDonald's. Oh, hey, we can, oh no, we're already oh, past. There's a hey. Oh, and then it was okay. We made it to where she wanted to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good lesson there. Yeah, well, that's a lesson in patience, though, too. Like mm-hmm. for for us, like man, so often do we want. We want to go now. Yep. And not as perfect of a uh, an example, you know, it, as as what God's got for us is perfect, you know. Um, and he just tells us to wait a little longer. Just wait. Just wait a little longer. Just just be patient. Yep. Just just wait a little longer. Yep. You know, and and he does that because he knows what what he's got for us. Yep. You know, like we we don't necessarily know what he's got in store. Right. And so his wait a little longer just wait just a little bit longer you know it's all planned out perfectly yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and and he knows what's perfect for for us so yeah yeah, yeah. and so they start complaining about like you know it'd be better if we died in egypt like again we had meat right. like right yeah we had food we're like, hungry yeah oh. you're trying to starve us like and then, boom, bread on the ground. Yeah, boom. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And it's going to happen every day. What is it? Manna. Oh, yeah. What is it? Manna. Oh, okay. What is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, manna and womanna. <laughs> yeah. Amen, all woman. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can't just have manna. Yeah. 
but like if 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 mana is what is it? Well, mana would be why is it? <laughs> Sorry. But like so, like this just like blows my mind. Six days a week, this mana comes from heaven. Mana, mana, bobana. And they're just like, okay, like, like not a big deal. Yeah, I think I think so. Read in the description of what mana is, right? It's these crispy little flaky things that mm-hmm. appear on the ground that mm-hmm. are sweet. <gasps> it's instant mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, that are sweet. No, <laughs> I was going with it's probably frosted the flakes. Idaho or Idaho. frosted. Oh, that I was thinking salty Frosted crackers. flakes. <laughs> that would be good I, too. I'm pretty sure frosted flakes like were the original mana, and then Tony the Tiger done ripped that off. Mm. Right. <laughs> I, I can get on on board with that too. Yeah. 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 Because that, I mean that that's the description. Like they were sweet. They were crispy. They were kind of had a little honey ish to them. They were flaky. And uh, yeah, they weren't like no frosted mini wheats because those things are nasty. Hey. Yeah, that's what I had for breakfast this morning. Oddly enough, frosted mini wheats. Thank yeah. you. Frosted flakes are so much better. Mm. Frosted oh. mini wheats are so good. I love uh, them. I must I'll eat the them only, dry. Only one who doesn't like them. Here. Well, if you don't like them, it means they're probably I good. Eat them dry? So I yeah. do too. I, I mean, I I will eat them dry. Is what I'm saying. Like, oh. it's not not by choice. Yes, well, but, I do okay. it on a regular but basis. Frosted, frosted flakes. Hands down, are always good dry. It's or true. I will agree milk. with yeah. that. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what else is good dry? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. Oh, that's some good cereal right there. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. It's okay. So, Frosted Flakes. Fro- they found Frosted Flakes. God reveals God. Frosted Flakes to them. The original Frosted Here's flakes. how much you're supposed to pick up every day. And not everybody picks up how much they're supposed to pick up. But despite how much they pick up, they pick up the right amount. <laughs> and then it's really weird, right? Yeah. Because that, but that's what it says. Take an Omer. But then yeah, people try to ration, and they're like, "Yeah, all right, we don't know for sure if this is coming every day because they don't fully trust in God, right?" Um, yeah. So they're like, "We don't know how much is coming every day. Let's just pick up a bunch and then save some for tomorrow." And Moses is like, "Guys, don't save any for tomorrow. It's gonna reek." Yep. And then it reeks. Show enough. <laughs> Full of maggots, and they're like, "Oh, That's maybe this, maybe this Moses guy is onto something." Yeah. You know? Here, here's the here's the thing that I've I got caught up with that is when it talks about no matter how much they picked up, those who picked up little didn't pick up too little. Those who picked up much didn't pick up too much. Is what the text says. Mm-hmm. They are given exactly what they need, mm-hmm. the amount to fill them on mm-hmm. that day, no. and so anything that's saved was meant for that day yeah that blessing can't be carried over mm-hmm. it's only good for it's a one day only deal like yeah. it's buy now pay here right right now like you this is what you're going to get right mm-hmm. and so they were neglecting today's blessing mm-hmm. for because they were too bad too busy worrying about tomorrow right because yeah. they were right. too too busy worrying about tomorrow and yeah. man doesn't that become the story of our lives too and um, you read about that over and over again in Scripture, too. Jesus talks about the parable of uh, the rich man who had so much and he built up barns to save for tomorrow, and then he died, right? And yeah. everything was taken, everything was stripped away from him, like the whole you can't take it with you concept. Yeah. Right? We miss out on our blessings today because we're so fixated mm-hmm. on 
on will I have enough for tomorrow when in, I mean, in the way Jesus even teaches us to pray, give us this day our daily bread, right? Give us today what we need and trust that God will give what we need. And if we take what God gives us, we know we should know we'll always have enough for tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that's said a lot in Scripture. Like, it discusses you know, God, God takes care of the birds, man. Right. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. What? You're precious to Him even more so. Why would He not just take care of you? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like the the Omer, they said it's they. They don't know exactly how much it is, but it's like three pounds. That's a lot of bread for one person for a day. Yeah. yeah. Like, like if I ate three pounds of bread, I'd be pretty bloated. That's fair. But this is this but is they're, they're this walking. is divine bread. Yeah. yeah. So they're yeah, also, they're also walking. They're yeah. also like. But I mean, per person, can you imagine like a four-year-old day. having <laughs> three pounds? Of yes. Bread? Yes, I can. <laughs> Mine has a hollow leg. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> I don't know how. I feel like she needs the three pounds of bread, and I need about two. You know, like I was saying, like she'll eat her three pounds of bread, and then come eat your three pounds of bread. Yes, she will. That's true. Right. It's good. That kid eats so much. Yeah, just blows my mind. Yeah, and so God does this six days. On the sixth day, He's like, "Okay, gather twice as much, so you have stuff for sun, like for the the Sabbath day, the day of rest." Mm Mm-hmm. And then people are like, all right, let's do it, but yeah. we're not going to rest tomorrow. Let's do it, but. Yeah. Yeah. So now what are we neglecting? Now we're neglecting the gift that God's giving us of rest. Yeah. He calls us to, to relax, to be, to be carefree, to recognize that he'll provide for us what we need when we need it. And, and now we inflict all these burdens on ourselves. God wants to bless us. We, keep, we burden ourselves despite his blessings. Yeah. Like, and it says that, like, some of them were like, uh, they went out the seventh day to gather. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I wanna... done told you what to do already. Yeah. Like, You done messed up, Aaron. <laughs> you know what's interesting, A-A-Ron. though? Didn't, didn't Jesus Mm-mm. do that? What's that? Didn't Jesus go out in, in a field and get grain something on on, on the, the sabbath yeah on the sabbath yeah yeah, yeah. And they yelled at him yeah the pharisees, the pharisees, the pharisees yelled at him yeah it's kind of a interesting thing you know? the pharisees took that message and idolized and it became an idol mm-hmm. to right. yeah. see they they destroyed they destroyed the blessing in it and they made it their burden mm-hmm. so they took that message and idolized it to the point where if anybody does anything on that day then all of a sudden you're breaking god's covenant yeah so instead of being restful it's just more stress weighing on your life right yeah right so they missed the point yeah that was my point yeah yeah everybody misses the point continually that's the that's what happens in the bible we all continue to miss the point Mm mm-hmm that's what happens every day of our lives. We all mm-hmm. tend to miss the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But God didn't stop at manna either. He provided quail. Yeah. And the really crazy thing is, is for 40 years this happened. 
God did this for 40 years. Well, it, like, that blows my mind. But then you think about it, there's there's this whole generation of people that grew up with God just, like, that's a normal thing. Yeah. Like, this is normal life. Like, they don't know a day, you know, where this do- doesn't happen. Like, well, And I think that's part of the redeeming factor, mm-hmm. right? Like, he he has now bred this this group of people that that has known nothing but relying on him. Mm-hmm. And, and that's this the is point. the people yeah. this is the people that get to inherit it now. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like that get to have that promised land. It's the people that only know relying on me. Because they're going to trust me going into all of these very scary situations, you know, like all these difficult things like Jericho and so on. But Okay, let me back you up there. They're not the generation that gets the promised land. But the ones that grow up. Grow in up this, with. No, yeah, grow up. They know nothing but. Like, their kids are. The whole gener. In. In Josh. Not in Joshua. In Deuteronomy. Nope, not in Deuteronomy. In the, in the Torah. In, in the Pentateuch. Right. In the first five books. When, when that happened. Oh, it might be even be in Exodus. When God's going to lead them into the promised land, right? And the, right. the, you know, the 12 come back and then right. there's a big riot that happens. That whole generation is called that they will pass away. But they hadn't been in, in the wilderness for 40 years at that point. Yeah. No, they'd only been for two. Right. Right. So then at, this what from I'm that point there are on, generations. the obstacle. Okay. There yeah, are yeah, generations of, yeah, I get of what you're people saying. that. Yeah. The generations that do get to go in have known nothing but at God all providing. whatsoever but God providing for right. them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really big that's a really big thought as well. And and then it gets to the next level once they do make it into the promised land of you trusted me enough to feed you and give you water and protect you in the wilderness. Do you trust me enough to lead you into this promised land, this inheritance where I will be with you and allow you to be a part of providing for yourself and your family as well and your community yeah it's good it's good it's good thought so bread and and manna and i know in the midst of that there's another promise that comes up with this as well right i know they put they put some manna in the with the tablets yeah as a reminder yeah. Even afterwards. Yeah. So you have you have the reminder of that, and you have really the whole Sabbath thing that occurs, and you see, you see kind of the pinnacle of mm. the provision here, which is probably why this is sandwiched between two water narratives, which that is all actually sandwiched between two military deliverance narratives as well. So this is kind of the high point. So what's the high point in recognition here is is I've provided for you where there is nothing. I've mm-hmm. given to you where there is nothing. I'm going to continue to give to you where there is nothing, and you are to trust me in this endeavor. Mm-hmm. Don't collect too much. Otherwise, that will become your burden. Don't, mm-hmm. don't go out and neglect the rest I've given to you. Otherwise, that will become your burden. Mm-hmm. Follow me, trust me, hold on to me, and, and I will provide for you. And also don't think you can outwork me <laughs> so yeah that's the thing that you know we get we get lost in that as well so you think at this point okay everything's good right god has already shown up 
He's given them water, made a way for water where there was not really significant water. And then, boom, he's given them food. He's given them meat and bread. Not like, just given them food, given them, like, significant amounts of food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, enough that they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. 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 The, other, the other interesting thing in this, too, let's back up one step before we go ahead another step, is this is just like road trip snacks, okay? Because they got their road trip snacks, right? They've got their flocks and their herds. Yeah. These people aren't starving at yeah. this point, right? Mm-hmm. They've just refused to kind of neglect their res- they, they've neglected their resources that they have and they don't want to exhaust what God has already given them which is abundance in the, the way of flock, their flocks and their herds and their, the meat that they have yeah. but now they're like we don't want that I don't want to eat any more Cheez-Its I want to stop at Burger King the only thing that's going to make me happy right now is a cheeseburger I want a Frosty right <laughs> right yeah. That is what I want. And I'm going to complain until <laughs> I get <snack>. it. <laughs> so God gives them frosted flakes <laughs> and quail. Yep. Yeah, it's all it's like it's like when you like I don't know. Now that I think about it, as a you know, in my childhood, like we always packed snacks, but we always also stopped and got more snacks yeah. on the way because it's like that one thing you didn't get or beforehand, or you're like. You stop oh, at the like, gas station yeah. and you're running in there with. With ten bucks and coming out with another armful of snacks, other snacks. and you've neglected the snacks that you already have in the yeah. car, if you've eaten them at all. Yeah. Now oh. it's ten dollars a person. That's for the record. Like, you come out with forty dollars worth right. of snacks. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and and now we're good. So, yeah. so we would think at this point, all right, God revealed Himself in a really big way. God delivered mm-hmm. them from the hand of the Egyptians. He's yeah. fought on their behalf. Now he's also serving as their provider and their protector and their sustainer. And so there, there can nobody could ever possibly want to not trust God anymore. Well, and it's it's all like big miraculous stuff. Right? Yeah, like it's not it's not the subtle everyday yeah. anything. This it's, is a this is like the the ground big is covered. Deal stuff, the camp right? is covered. Like, the <laughs> ground is covered in the manna. The unprecedented camp is with happenings is what God's doing this through. Yep. Yep. That's good. Mm-hmm. So, God's working miracles mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then what? They you want out more again. water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no water. Please, water. Are you trying to kill me? Like, I I feel bad for Moses because he's like, he's like this intermediary between them and God. Like, they're refusing to talk to God. Mm -hmm. They're throwing a fit and they're like, think of a child pouting, like when they don't, you know, they refuse to talk to anybody. Like, that's what the Israelites are doing. Mm -hmm. They're refusing to talk to God. They're refusing to go to the one who can change it and who has been changing it and has been taking care of them. But they all put it on what they all blame somebody, mm-hmm. and that it, and it's the somebody the, who didn't want it in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Moses yeah. Was, made every excuse that he could to not do it because he did not want it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He and knew that this crap was going to happen. He knew better. Yeah, yeah. Like he knew, like, and so, like, I feel bad for him because how many times does he have to deal with like you know, like all the bad stuff? But they also give him credit later. Like, they say, Moses, who did this, Moses, who did that, like, and he's like, no, that was not me. 
like they think I guess that he's he's maybe they think he's the reason that God is doing these things that the Lord is doing these things and yeah. like I don't know which that's a lot of pressure on Moses I don't know yeah and and this is a point in which things even get a little more perhaps even physical or mm-hmm. violent yeah like we read that they aren't just complaining to Moses anymore mm-hmm. now they quarreled with Moses yeah like there was they're having, they're, having they're, they're throwing down yeah. right yeah. they're throwing hands with Moses because we're thirsty again. Now now it's like all out temper tantrum. We're thirsty again. Happening. So let's go beat up Moses. Give us water to drink. They demand that Moses do that. <laughs> let's go beat up Moses till he reveals the secret water bottle stash yep. <laughs> in the trunk of the car. Yeah. I don't want to drink water anymore. I want to drink <laughs> I want drink Dr. Pepper's sweet tea. Zero. Right. Yeah, I want some I want some public sweet tea. Yeah. And then this is another true story of miracle as well, because it's like, hey, Moses, go tap on that rock over there. Watch what I'm going to do. Hey, go do this thing that has nothing to do with water and yeah. watch water come out. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty awesome to see all of that work its way through. When, where is that one at? That's, That's in, 17. in 17. It's the first part of 17. 17, 1 through 7. And this, this just verse four just reinforces the like Moses and the mom role. Mm-hmm. What am I to do with these people? They're <laughs> like, almost ready to stone me. Like, but like, what what am I supposed to do with your kids? Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when the mom's frustrated. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've given them snacks. With- I've given them drinks. They don't want any of what I've given them. Now they're peeing on the seats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, what? Like, these are your children. (laughs) But God's still gracious, which is is the really cool part. I mean, he he bears with the fact that the Israelites are still trying to find their identity. They're Mm -hmm. still trying to understand who God is and who they are and Mm -hmm. the part that they play in all of this. And so God still shows up and gives them water from the rock. So on the road trip of life, friends, remember, God's in control. Mm-hmm. Which could be really hard. Stop your grumbling. Stop your complaining. Because the place he's taking you is going to be pretty awesome. North Carolina. <laughs> the Albuquerque. The promised yeah. land. <laughs> oh, and then I think at the... Uh, it's, Seventeen seven, so Exodus seventeen seven, and he called them the place Massah and Meribah, because the Israelites curled because they tested the Lord, saying, "Is the Lord among us or not?" Mm-hmm. Like they they're questioning, like, "Is God with us in this moment? Is is the Lord here?" Like, and like sometimes we get to that point in our in our Christian walk, like, "Is God even with us?" Mm-hmm. And like, He's been there the whole time. We've just turned ourselves away from Him. Right. And we've decided that we know better or we it would be better if we were in control or if, you know, we, we, we need to be able to understand everything. Yeah. And that's really hard is giving that control away to God and being like, okay, like, I trust that you're going to take care of this. And I know you're, you're there, like, even through hard times. But And going to the right place for help. Mm-hmm. So 
everybody's going to Moses mm-hmm. time and time and time and time and time again. When God's like, yo, I'm right here. Guys. <laughs> and, and indirectly by complaining to Moses and about Moses, they're really angry and frustrated at God. And Imagine how hard that must have been for God, because all he wants is a relationship with his people, mm-hmm. yeah. and they won't even talk to him. Right. Like, they're asking him for all this stuff, but they're not talking to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like me saying, hey, Derek, hey, Derek um, tell Lizzie, or ask Lizzie what she wants to eat for lunch today. Food. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what she would say. Hey, Derek, <laughs> tell Lizzie... To, to be more specific than that. Dead food. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lizzie. I mean, hey, Derek. You must smite Lizzie because she is being obstinate. Do it. <laughs> I think this goes... Okay. <laughs> this goes, like, very, very well with the poem that, um, Dad, you had talked about this last week. About the little boy on the beach with God. And they're walking... And the boy feels like God leaves him in times of trial. And then he looks back and he sees that some parts, there's only one set of footprints. And he's like, what's up? Like, you left me? But God was like, nah, I just carried you. Mm. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Hallmark card all day. Yep. Yeah. You have anything to add over there, Jimmy? I'm looking for something. Hang on. Okay. Yeah, and then set seventeen ends with a big fight because you know every good road trip ends with a big fight. Yeah. <laughs> the brothers in the back. The it's it's almost it's almost a unity moment. It's yeah. like it's like we're now the family got back together because there was an, another enemy. Yeah, like they weren't fighting with each other yeah. anymore or with mom or dad. Yeah. Like now they're someone fighting. someone dumb just cut them off. Yeah, and now they're all mad at the yeah. guy. Who yeah, cut them off. yeah, everybody's mooning them and. <laughs> Yelling at them, <laughs> yelling obscenities at them. And Again, I feel t- uh, bad for Moses because he had to keep his arms up during the whole battle. Well. <laughs> Otherwise they lost. <laughs> okay, so I know this is like forever ago, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't just making it up in my brain. The whole reason Moses couldn't go into the promised land. Because he, sm- he smacked the rock. Because he smacked the rock. Out, out of anger. anger. Out of yeah. anger, yeah. right, to get water. Yeah. You know, like, yeah kind of interesting how things start shifting throughout it it becomes the beginning of their journey and it also marks the end of his journey right and really the end of theirs as well because the the next thing is oh and he he breaks the tablets in anger Mm -hmm. but yeah but he doesn't get in trouble for that so much as like because doesn't like he disobeyed though because god instructed him to speak to the rock no, no, that part, yes. Yeah. I was talking about the tablets. Mm-hmm. The tablets no, that's part. what I'm saying. That's the, there's a difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. he was angry, God was angry too. Yeah. Right. He's running down the, running down the mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Sorry. I know that that was way back there, but. Mm-hmm. Well, road trips are fun. Mm-hmm. They create memories. Mm-hmm. And they also tear families apart. Yep. They make Mm. us... What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Strangers. And if you want to strengthen your family, go on a road trip because it may kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we're done here. 
What's for lunch? <laughs> God, I'm hungry. Moses. Who's Moses, Moses, tell God I'm hungry. Yeah, Moses, <laughs> tell God I'm hungry. I want some, I want some frosted flakes to appear on my front lawn. I'm not hungry. I'm God. <laughs> Moses, <laughs> tell God we're going on a diet. Let's stop at Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, God. Hey, uh, hungry. Is, the, I'm, is I'm this dad. is this mono hey. gluten free? <laughs> hey, hungry. I'm dead. <laughs> Lord, I don't want. I don't want the quail. I'm vegetarian today. <laughs> today. Don't I'll be vegetarian for the next two weeks. Yeah, don't send, please don't send any more of that. Is this keto? Are you hurting the animals? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so challenge this week is going to be uh, just remember that, that the the god of all creation is the one that's leading you on the path. Let him. Like, mm-hmm. just... Just trust in him, and and as hard as it is, be patient, because he knows what's going on. He he has already laid out the path, mm-hmm. and his grace and his love and his mercy and his direction is enough mm-hmm. to sustain you, um, even when sometimes it feels like in our in our hearts and minds that it's not. So just just hang out another five minutes, and. And just another five minutes, and he he will reveal himself and his plans in time. Mm-hmm. It yesterday when I was on on Facebook, I saw this picture, um, and I actually screenshotted it because I I thought it was good. Um, it shows a picture of somebody like drawing the earth, and it said, "If God can create this in six days, imagine what He can do with your life." Boom. Yeah. Like He created the world and everything in it in six days, like. And I was like, ooh. That's, like, a, that's a good one. That's that's good right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> So thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, just remember, we're here. If you got any questions, throw them our way. We'd love to answer them. Stay woke. Um, stay not woke. <laughs> stay Jesus-y. Salty and lit. Stay, uh, boom. stay Jesus woke. Stay salty and lit. Stal- salty and lit. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us, and God bless. Hey, thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and give us a like on iTunes and Spotify so that you will never miss a show. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages, and make sure you tell your friends about this show. You don't want them to miss out on the truth, because we are all about the truth here. Thanks for joining us this week, and God bless.